Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. At MidwayUSA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to episode 16 of the North American Outdoors podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I am coming to you from the great state of Colorado. On my journeys across the western states, I try to talk about different wildlife predators along the way. Being an outdoor woman, I'm always aware of the wildlife predators who roam where I do. So we're going to talk about black bears. The American black bear, the scientific name is Ursus americanus, is the most numerous and widely distributed bear in North America. There are 16 subspecies of black bear. These include the more common western black bear, Ursus americanus americanus, the Florida black bear, Ursus americanus floridanus, and the Louisiana black bear, Ursus americanus luteolus. There are also some rare subspecies, such as the glacier black bear, Ursus americanus emonsi, which is found in a small section of Alaska, and also the kermode bear, Ursus americanus kermode, which is found in the northern portion of the Douglas Channel in British Columbia. The black bear is native to every part of North America and northern Mexico. This wildlife predator prefers habitat with an abundant amount of cover. The amount of cover that is considered enough is relative to its geographical location. In the eastern United States, it lives in thick forest and swamps. In the mountainous regions, it is found in high elevations such as aspen forests. In the southwestern United States, it is found in arid cactus country in areas with relatively sparse vegetation. The black bear is primarily a forest edge animal that stays near cover. That cover could be dense undergrowth or large prickly pear cactus stands at the base of a windblown mesa. Of the two types of bears in North America, black and brown bear, the black bear is the smaller of the two. Male black bears can reach up to 900 pounds, although rarely exceeding over 500 pounds. The females weigh between 120 to 300 pounds. When on all fours, adult black bears stand about three feet at the shoulders and can be up to six feet in length. Black bears will often stand on their hind legs in an upright position in order to increase their sense of smell and sight, reaching a height of over eight feet tall. 
the weight of these animals can vary significantly throughout the year. They can increase their weight by over 20% from the time that they emerge from hibernation to the following fall. Adult females are called sows, adult males are called boars, and their babies are called cubs. Every so often, black bears are confused with the brown bear species, including the grizzly bear subspecies. A large black bear in a brown color phase could be easily mistaken for a young brown bear. There are several characteristics of the black bear that can be used to distinguish it from a brown bear. The easiest identifier between the two is the lack of a shoulder hump on the black bear. Viewed from the side, the brown bear has a very obvious hump on its shoulders. Black bears also have a longer snout than a brown bear, which has a stubbier nose and a concave face. Black bears have prominently pointed ears, and another characteristic to reference is the claws of these wildlife predators. Black bears have shorter claws than the brown bears. The claws of the black bear are also very hooked for climbing trees. They're always dark colored no matter what color phase the bear is, while the grizzly bear have very long and relatively straight claws that are lightly colored. A black bear is a black bear regardless of its color. The most common coloration of a black bear is black, although they can exist in a variety of colors. This often can result in misidentification or confusion by an individual reporting a sighting. Although called black bears, these animals can be jet black, dark brown, cinnamon, honey-colored, blonde, to the very rare blue-silver color of the glacier bear, to even the rarer ghostly pale or creamy coloration of the Kermode bear. Additionally, the muzzle of the bear is usually a light brown, and there can also be a white patch on their chest. Black bears spend the winter months in a state of hibernation as food becomes scarce, temperatures plummet, and snowfall accumulates. They go into their dens to hibernate in late October to early November, and they stay there until conditions improve. During this time, their body temperature drops and their metabolism decreases. These dens can be located at any elevation and can be situated in hollow logs, a hole dug in the ground, a fallen log or stump, caves, or even rock slides. In some cases, the bear can excavate its own den on a slope or a hillside. Bear dens have even been found under abandoned cabins or cabins that are only used part of the year by people. This is something to keep in mind if a hiker comes across an old structure. In the northern regions, black bears can hibernate up to eight months, and in the southern regions, they may wake up for short periods in the winter depending on the temperature. Females give birth to young in their dens during hibernation, and they retreat longer than the males. Outdoor enthusiasts need to be aware that a hibernating bear can be relatively easily awoken. A startled bear that has just given birth can turn an enjoyable hike into a nightmare. 
black bears mate in June and July with a gestation period of around seven months. The female gives birth to one to four cubs between January and February during hibernation. The cubs emerge from the den about two months later in late April or May. The cubs stay with their mother as little as a year in warmer climates to up to two and a half years in colder regions. The female bear will eventually run the cubs off to breed once again. A mother with cubs is a very dangerous situation for anyone crossing her path. All bears are extremely protective of their young and will kill anything that the sow perceives as a threat to them. Male bears will kill any cubs they come across to bring the sow back into estrus. Black bear cubs are also preyed upon by wolves, brown bears, and even lynx. An outdoorsman that stumbles upon or intentionally gets too close to cubs with or without their mother in view is risking certain injury or death. In July of 2011, a former U.S. ski team member faced her biggest fear while jogging in Montana, being attacked by a wild animal. She came face to face with a charging female bear. She initially tried to sprint away from the angry bear after realizing she had come between her and her cubs while jogging along the trail. She soon recognized that running away from a charging animal was the worst thing she could do in the situation. The bear chased her down from behind, slashing her chest and arm. She immediately tried to appear as large and aggressive as possible. She counterattacked the bear, punching the bear repeatedly in the head, and hurled rocks at the bear. She slowly began backing away from the mother bear, and after several more growls and snorts, the bear finally returned to her cubs. Having survived her injuries, she now carries bear spray with her whenever she's out on the trails in bear country. In September of 2002, a father and his son were bow hunting in southeastern Idaho. The son sat quietly, hoping for an elk to come within bow range, when he suddenly spotted danger approaching. He saw the cubs appear first, then the mother bear soon followed. She entered the clearing where he was sitting. He quickly radioed to his father, who was about 100 yards away. As the mother bear continued walking towards the sun, he raised his bow to take a shot at her. The bear knocked the bow out of his hand and began mauling him. When his father arrived on the scene, he began yelling and the bear broke off her attack and turned towards him. The father came to full draw and took the shot, only seconds to spare before his imminent attack. Fortunately, the shot put down the attacking bear and both father and son escaped a very close call of danger. Another story happened in May of 2000 when a hiker in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park was attacked and killed by a female black bear and her cub. This tragic incident was widely reported in the news media. Although fatal attacks are extremely rare, this was the first deadly black bear attack in the nearly 80-year history of the park. Experts report that once a black bear begins an attack, they just keep on attacking, 
especially if they perceive a threat to their young. Bad things happen when people come in between a mother and her cubs, whether intentional or accidental. For those individuals who spend any amount of time in bear country, it is critical to be aware of your surroundings at all times and carry some form of defense you are comfortable with, either a firearm or bear spray, to not only protect yourself, but anyone else you are traveling with. These animals are solitary animals that can tolerate each other when their ranges overlap. The exceptions to these solitary lifestyles is when a male and female get together for a short encounter during mating season, a mother with her cubs, or when young adult bears are chased off by their mothers when it is time for them to establish their own territories. A male's territory can be over 20,000 acres and a female's territory can be over 5,000 acres. The size of a bear's territory is dependent upon the availability of food. Black bears are opportunistic feeders. They will feed on vegetation, berries, insects, carrion, fresh kills, and human garbage. They will also feed on humans if the opportunity presents itself. Although classified as a carnivore, Black bears are omnivorous and will eat anything that is biodegradable. Bears are eating machines. If they are not eating, they are thinking about eating. When the bear is out of hibernation, it is aggressively trying to put on weight for their next hibernation. The black bear has learned to eat food as it becomes available. When they emerge in early spring from their dens, Bears feed on young, tender grasses and any carrion from deer, elk, or moose that did not make it through the winter. In late spring, they switch to berries and fruits that begin to ripen. These wildlife predators not only feed on plants and scavenge carcasses, they are also adept hunters and anglers. Black bears capture rodents and other small mammals, including fox kits, to eat. They have been observed preying on hawks' nests and other birds' nests in their northern ranges and knocking down dead trees in egret rookeries in the south swamps to get to the chicks. During the calving season, bears will prey upon and kill young deer, elk, and moose. They will also prey upon old and sick adult animals. Black bears have also been credited with bringing down healthy adult elk when given the opportunity. In some rare cases, male black bears have been reported as cannibalizing black bear cubs if they're hungry enough. Black bears will also feed on fish when available. In their northern regions, these predators will feed on spawning salmon if there are no brown bears present. Brown bears do not play well with their smaller cousins. Often, encounters between these two species turn deadly for the smaller animal. Brown bears and black bears can often exist in the same environment because their distinctive niches in their overlapping habitat keep them far enough apart. Black bears sometimes make the fatal mistake of preying upon livestock. Bears that have grown accustomed to entering our domain to feed can be a particular threat to individuals camping in that area. 
the bears that feed on livestock, such as calves, sheep, and pigs, often relate human activity with food. These predators that feed on livestock are often hunted down and killed. A small child is about the same size as livestock and can be an easy target for a black bear, even if the attack occurs because of mistaken identity. Quite a few tragedies have been documented in which children are the victims of black bear attacks. In August of 2008, an eight-year-old boy sustained minor injuries when he was attacked by a young black bear in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park in Tennessee. Rangers report the young child was playing along a riverbed close to a trail when he reportedly is attacked twice by a bear. The boy's father was able to drive off the bear with sticks and rocks, but he also sustained some minor injuries as well. In August of 2002, a bear killed an infant as it tried to drag the baby girl into the woods in New York State. The five-month-old baby was snatched out of her stroller by the bear while on the front porch of her home with other members of her family. The bear approached and grabbed the stroller and the child and retreated to the woods. Her father was able to get the infant away from the bear, which reportedly ran up a tree. The bear was later shot by officials. Another occurrence happened in 2006 when a black bear attacked three members of an Ohio family in a remote Tennessee forest. The bear killed a six-year-old girl and mauled her mother and two-year-old brother. The children had been playing in a pool at the base of a waterfall about a mile up a trail from where the family had parked their vehicle. The family was playing at the waterfall with several other groups of people late that afternoon. The adults tried to scare the animal away as the bear continued its charge towards the children. Another attack happened in August of 1999, where a family of four was sleeping in their tent outside of Calgary in Canada. The 200-pound bear ripped through their tent in the middle of the night. The bear was not scared off by their shouts and screams, but only left the area when a neighboring camper heard the commotion and began beating the bear with a stick. Immediately after the attack, the bear retreated to the woods, only to return a short time later, just a few campsites from where the original attack happened. The bear was taken down by local rangers. The mother and one of her sons sustained several injuries and were treated at local hospitals. The life expectancy of a black bear in the wild is between 20 and 25 years of age, though this number can be greatly reduced the more it has interaction with humans. In some areas, the average lifespan of a wild bear is 10 years due to interaction with humans, including attacks. These are the young bears that have not learned how to avoid humans. Bad encounters between black bears and people sometimes lead to serious injury or death of the individual, but always ends up with death of the bear. Any bear that is aggressive towards humans is destroyed, even though the outdoorsman may be at fault from the lack of knowledge on how to behave around these wildlife predators. The problem with black bears and people is the fact that bears often do not appear to look dangerous. They are relatively short when on all fours and seem to just amble along. 
All you have to do is look at old pictures of Yellowstone National Park. There are countless photos of individuals approaching black bears or luring them to their vehicles. Some photographs actually capture misguided visitors at the park with an outstretched hand trying to pet this wildlife predator. It is crucial for the outdoorsman when in black bear country to have the knowledge and skills to effectively avoid an unintended encounter with this large wildlife predator. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow us on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. A mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.